Woody, you're not a collector's item. You're a child's plaything. You are a toy! For how much longer? One more rip and Eddie's done with me. And what do I do then, Buzz, huh? You tell me. Somewhere in that pad of stuffing is a toy who taught me that life's only worth living if you're being loved by a kid. And I traveled all this way to rescue that toy because I believed him. This is Finding Founders. I'm Samuel Donner, and that was a scene from Pixar's Toy Story 2, where Woody was faced with a choice. Does he spend eternity in a museum to avoid the mistakes of everyday life, like the rip in his arm? Or does he go back to live with Andy and creatively solve the problems of childhood? Recently, I was reading Creativity, Inc. by Pixar founder Ed Catmull, and it revealed that Pixar faced a similar dilemma while they were making Toy Story 2. So if you know anything about Pixar's 3D animation process, you'll know that it takes a lot of computational power. At their headquarters, hundreds of computers are working to store and render every single frame of the movie. To manage all these files, there are these things called Linux and Unix machines. One day, there was some scheduled routine maintenance on the machines, and someone entered the command slash bin slash rm dash r dash f star. Suddenly, Woody's hat disappeared. Then his boots. Then he completely disappeared. One by one, Buzz, Mr. Potato Head, Ham, Rex, all gone. Oren Jacobs, who was the lead technical director, watched in horror as the movie vanished before his eyes. He frantically grips the phone and calls systems. The systems guy moved quickly, but still, two years of work, 90% of the film, had been erased. An hour later, Oren and his boss, Galen Suzman were in Catmull's office trying to figure out what to do. Suddenly, they realized, wait, this is actually a super easy solution because they had already planned for the worst. There was a backup drive that was consistently updating all the files for Toy Story 2. Just half a day of work would be lost. So they went to go and recover the backup drive, but there had been a malfunction. The backup drive was useless. Desperation was setting in. To reassemble the film would take 30 people a solid year. It was here that Pixar was faced with a choice. At many other companies, the leadership team would have probably started by crucifying the guy that had mistakenly entered the command. But the Pixar way is to continually look for solutions. Pointing fingers wastes valuable time. As leadership was brainstorming what to do, Galen Suzman realized something. Pixar has this policy of employees solving their own problems. And Galen recently had a child but wanted to keep working. So she solved this problem by setting up a server at home. That server automatically copied everything from the main Pixar Linux system once a week. Immediately, the team sped to Galen's home, carefully lifted the computer that carried the millions of dollars and hundreds of hours that had been sunk into Toy Story 2. They wrapped the computer in a blanket and slowly drove back to the office 
taking great care to protect the precious cargo. Upon returning to the Pixar campus, they uploaded the contents of Galen's computer and Toy Story 2 was restored. Pixar as a company is the epitome of creativity and its cultivation. A company or organization that wants to foster a hospitable creative environment must create a safe space for mistakes. If your team fears the punitive measures that result from mistakes, how can they embody the freedom that is essential for creativity? Often creativity starts from being dead wrong, venturing out, making mistakes, and sometimes stumbling on something that works. A good company doesn't punish mistakes. Rather, it creates an environment where its team is not afraid of them. Toy Story 2's deletion is no exception. Just because the magnitude of mistake is greater shouldn't change the reaction. No matter how big or small the mistake, assume that your people have good intentions and immediately look for solutions. Stop looking for who is to blame, but rather look for what is the solution. Pixar definitely learned from this mistake and put the necessary precautions in place as a result, but its goal isn't to avoid problems. You can't avoid problems, even with all the planning in the world. But what you can do is create an environment where mistakes don't have to be punished, where you could take a chance and be creative. Basically, do what Woody ended up doing. Don't try to avoid mistakes and live in the pristine museum. Solve your problems creatively and take a chance with a kid. That's where the joy is. <laughs>